This is Ted and PK, and thanks for listening to Faith Radio Mornings. You can hear us live weekdays starting at 6 a.m., and you can check out highlights of our show at any time on MyFaithRadio.com. It's 7.48, and we've been hearing a lot in the news about the loss of Matthew Warren, and he's the son of Reverend Rick and Kay Warren and from Saddleback Church. And so we wanted to talk with Dr. Linda Mintel. She's a licensed clinical social worker who specializes in marriage and family therapy and eating disorders. And uh, Linda, we thought we'd bring you into this conversation because you've got a great blog on this. It's a Christian response to suicide such a tragic loss for the Warrens and so many others. I know in our listening audience that uh, there are so many. You, you state on your blog that 11, uh, suicide is the cause of 11 out of 100,000 deaths in the U.S. This is uh, such a tragic end, isn't it, to a life? It is, and we need to continue to pray for the Warren family and, and really anybody who's ever been touched by suicide because it is just such a difficult loss, particularly when it's a child of yours. To deal with that's probably one of the most difficult losses anyway and then to have it have your child die by suicide there's just so much more that surrounds that in terms of the guilt and the shame and the and the stigma that is attached to that and so i'm really glad that we're talking about this because it is one of the topics that the church has a lot of trouble talking about suicide and depression are very common in our culture. And surprisingly, one of the things I started the blog with, it's interesting how how God prepares you, um, PK, because I was getting ready to do a training for the American Association of Christian Counselors on elderly suicide. Mm -hmm. And I was preparing that information. I was really surprised to learn myself that suicide among the elderly is even more prevalent than it is among teenagers and young adults which that really surprised me. I, I did not know that. And as I was preparing and I was listening to a number of people who I deeply respect give theological sermons, you know, sermons on the topic of suicide, and I couldn't find a whole lot of them, to be honest with you. Um, then I was called by a national news outlet after um, the Warren uh, suicide, and I was asked to give a comment. And I was so glad that God had prepared my heart for this and had me really um, on top of things in terms of having just listened to so much and read so much and prepared. And I also have a really small, I don't usually promote my books, but I have a little small booklet called Breaking Free from Depression that goes over all the warning signs, all the risk signs, what you should know, and prevention strategies uh, for suicide. I would encourage any listener with anyone in their family who struggles with depression to order that book. You can get it on Amazon, and it's just a very helpful pocket guide on what to do. It's called Breaking Free from Depression by our guest, uh, Dr. Linda Mental, and we'll have a link for that, too, at our website, MyFaithRadio.com. Yeah, it's a tough question. You know, in the, in the Christian um, scene, I guess you could say, or in, in Christian culture, we wonder, you know, how, why would somebody who professes Christ commit suicide? What do we say when that question comes up? Well, it's a tough question because what, you, what we think happens, and we don't, all, we don't really know because we don't really talk to people at those last moments when they make that decision— but uh, Pastor Warren did uh, refer to this, and I think this is a pretty accurate statement for most people. There's a moment. There's a moment, even when somebody knows the Lord Jesus Christ, when you get into despair. And you have to think about what suicide is. It's a temptation. There is a temptation that is satanic or demonic, as we, we might say. And it is one of those temptations where the enemy comes at you and he tells you that you're worthless, that the situation is hopeless, that you can't go on, that there is nothing that's going to solve whatever problems you're dealing with. Those are all lies of the enemy. 
And we know from reading scripture that the enemy's purpose is to steal, to kill, and to destroy us. And so he uses that lies and he attacks the mind with those lies that there is absolutely no hope. And we know those are lies because we know that in scripture it says that there's always a way of escape, that God is always there, that we can triumph over problems with God's help, and that there is always hope in Christ. So when someone is in a very dark, depressed state, and they are succumbing to that depression, and they're in a moment of complete despair where the enemy lies to them, and they believe that for the moment, we know that somebody can choose then to take their life. And I I like how you write it in the blog, too, that they cut short the purpose of God right. in their life. Yeah. And that, that part is so, that, that part alone might keep somebody even from making that decision that God does have a purpose for our life too. And you, you reference a, a, a sermon by Pastor Jack Hayford and there's four areas of help. Do you want to share those with our audience too? I'd love to. Well, he says the first thing is if you've ever been touched by suicide in terms of a family member, or even you've had those thoughts yourself, that the first thing is to release the guilt and to release whatever anger there is. Maybe you're angry at God because somebody has committed suicide in your family. Release the, the shame that comes with that. And again, that's the huge stigma. That's why we don't talk about this very often. But he says to release it all into God's hands and in his mercy. And um, to understand that we're not bound when we're one of Christ to carry guilt and shame. And that God does not um, want us to walk in that kind of guilt and shame. The the second one is um, to recognize that the thought of suicide is not sin, but it is what we just talked about. It is a demonic or a satanic um, temptation. And Satan is the father of lies, and he comes, as I mentioned, to kill and destroy people. But we know that Jesus overcame the darkness, and he delivers us from temptation. If we turn to him in those moments, he will deliver us from that, that temptation. He himself was tempted in the wilderness by Satan to throw himself off of the off of the um off of the big cliff or the mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. pillar of the temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus himself had to resist that temptation and, and say no to that. So we know that we have the power of Christ in us to resist and he can bring he can bring victory. And that has to do with number three, which is to resist the devil to resist those those tempting thoughts and to I like when we we talk about the army of God I mean putting on the armor of God where we put on that helmet of salvation every single day that's why that scripture tells us to daily to daily put on um you know to renew our mind with the truth of God's word because the enemy comes and he attacks and he shoots those arrows and he shoots them at our mind and our, and those lies that come into our life We have to be able to put on that truth of God's Word and stay in the truth, because in the truth there is always hope and there's always peace. So Pastor Hayford reminds us to exalt Christ in every detail of our lives, to honor the power of the cross, and let the power of the cross work that deliverance in our lives. And then I think in order to resist, we also have to know the warning signs of depression and stay in the truth. And then finally, the, the last one that he offers in that, that very helpful sermon is to surround ourselves with other people that are in the faith, to make sure that we are in a community where there is support and that other people are lifting us up. You know, we all get down. We all go through very bad seasons. I, I, just, I just talked to my, my son, who's 22, last night, and he was really struggling with a couple of things. He was really down. And, I you know, I just prayed with him. I said, Matt, this is... 
you know, this is one of those moments where life just seems to be coming at you. You know, we've got to go to the Lord. The Lord promises that he'll be with us. He'll walk us through these things. He'll get us to the other side. And it's not always easy, but we have to link ourselves with other people. So I really thought what I was doing last night was just standing alongside of him and lifting him up in that moment when he was feeling a little bit despair in his life. So surround yourself with people who will, will encourage you, who will build you up, lift you up, help you with Scripture, present the power of the Word in your life when you're feeling down. Mm-hmm. Good words there from our guest today here on Faith Radio Mornings, Dr. Linda Mental, and we'll have a link for her website and her booklet, Breaking Free from Depression, that those are found at MyFaithRadio.com, and that's a depression treatment uh, guide from a biblical perspective. Thanks for these encouraging words today, Linda, and for the reminder that you know there's, there's power in our words and that in all things, this too shall pass. That's really the takeaway, I think, for today. That's right, and to help everybody to stay in the truth, get into the Word, and, and put on that, that garment of praise for the, the heaviness that you might feel. Mm-hmm. And then maybe talk to somebody, too, if, if you're not able to right. navigate that. Find someone yes. that you can talk with and maybe yes, a and professional. That's really good because mm-hmm. we do have treat we do have treatment for depression and we can stay on top of that if people will come in for help. So I'd encourage anybody who's struggling to to go and see somebody and get some help. Thank you so mm-hmm. much, Linda. Appreciate your encouragement today and your expertise in this area too, as it's in the news right now.